0: Um, Halus is in the house. Casper uh, and Marcus, drums and, and guitars, respectively. Uh, welcome to Behind the Vinyl. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice to see you guys on the, uh, on the release day of your brand new record. Yeah, you must be happy about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 We've been waiting a long time to get this out, I guess. Well, now, now we're, v- we're very excited, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Feels good. Feels good, yeah. Isle of, isle of Wisdom. Yep. Yep. That's right. So, uh, eight songs. That's right. <laughs> that, that that to me is the perfect number of songs for a record, you know. When you're getting 15, 16, you know, double albums, triple albums. I, to be honest with you, I get a little bit bored. I kind of like, you know, eight songs. I kind of like an album that comes in under an hour too. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah definitely. Um, the Eight songs is our record. We... Um, it's seven last time, I think, but this is one more,
1: <laughs> yeah, and last time, one of them were just like an intro, kind yeah, that's of, right. so that's right. we've never made this many songs before <laughs> hmm. well how many are on the first album um, seven, two,
2: yeah, I think with it was an, uh, like instrumental part two, yeah,
0: okay. mm. next album, will you try to top it, or you'll you'll. S- stick with the sweet eight
2: i think we will make uh, the amount of songs uh, smaller right to give like more room for longer songs i don't know that can change but that's how i feel right now i guess
0: yeah yeah so growing up in sweden, sweden's sweden got a really progressive edge to its music there's so many progressive bands coming out of here you know and and in the hard rock world as well um, a few stick out, you know, the Opeths pets and even Ghost. Ghost is a really progressive band. Um, but um, where did you guys pick that up? You know, we've talked. We talked over lunch, you know. Obviously, there's Rush. Um, but then there's also I, Maiden. Who who are progressive? I see Maiden as a, as a progressive band. Definitely. Yeah. Um, where did yeah. it come
2: from? I, I don't know, really. I, I mean, like... I got to like, uh, I started listening to like rock music quite early. And from there, I just tried to find new ways to search for new music. And I eventually found like more complex music. And that's where I felt
0: home in a way. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And the same?
1: Yeah. Well, and for me, uh, I, uh, w- when I uh, started to, or when i when i grew up i listened to a lot of death metal and black metal and that's how they write their songs i guess in a way you just riff on riff on riff and even thrash metal and so when we started to make like heavy rock music kind of that's what i was still doing but and then casper uh, showed me also like hey there is already a genre of like progressive rock music that does this kind of thing and i'm like yeah that's great
2: and i mean like our ambition has never been like uh, being a a progressive rock band we just write music inspired by other kinds of music that we all enjoy it's like a mix of different stuff so yeah
0: yeah It's, it's funny that some of the bands that are thrown around with your name is the um i'm just trying to think of them now the genesis and the camels and all this kind of stuff but then again, like we said, you're more Iron Maiden, Rush, Judas Priest, Black Sabbath, so it's an interesting mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. But Iron Maiden is uh, Wishbone Ash, aren't they?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> Very true, yeah. Um, black metal, death metal, all that kind of stuff, more black metal, you'd say? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't really have a guitar tone for no. coming from a black metal background or, I- or a metal you know, no, I know, I know. I really
1: uh I really never got I think maybe that's uh that's connected in a way uh anyway because I never really uh because black metal is not about equipment at all it's the opposite kind of you just want it as low-fi as possible. Yeah. And that's kind of what I s- am still doing because not a lot of effects and nothing much else and that's when you play these kind of riffs instead, that's how it sounds like, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember passing through the studio when you guys were in, you know, I I, I I don't know whether you can remember, and one of you had some really weird guitar which I've never seen before.
1: Um, yeah, that was probably Alex. He has a custom made uh, from a, a friend of ours uh, who made makes guitars. Right. So I, I don't remember. It's f- f- Fausto Castor, right I think he yeah because he yeah, 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 it that. looks
0: like I'm just trying to think did it look like a strat or something yeah I remember walking past and he was like what is, what is that you know um, but he said it was pretty nice yeah yeah ah oh, cool very cool Mm-hmm. So the um, uh, the album, when did you start writing? How did it start forming? How, how does the writing process work for you guys typically?
2: I mean, this time it started like when we realized that the pandemic would probably... Last forever? B- yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. And we like just decided to, instead of waiting for our tours to to start, we just decided to start writing a new record instead. So that's the start of it, I guess.
1: Yeah, which was kind of new because uh, usually we are, we have like, you get ideas over a specific time and then, hey, we have, uh, now we have enough ideas to start making an album for real. But this time it was, hey, let's make an album and kind of started from fresh, I guess. So that was new. And uh like always, uh, we started out making a a plot, like a background story, and um, kind of made the music after that. And
0: so, so you you do write according to the story, rather than fitting a fitting a song or fitting a riff into into a story.
2: Both ways, both yeah. ways, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It, it all it's uh, every song is written differently. Basically, it can. Like start from a small idea, riff, or anything, but it, it can start from like, and uh, basically a full song ready that just needs to uh, that just needs some lyrics, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
1: and when the album is album is starting to get uh, together or getting finished, then you're hey uh, we have this arc in the story or whatever. How should it sound like? So you, you can get help from the lyrics too and the story.
0: That's really cool. That's really, really cool. So do you, um, do you like when you're out on the road, do you just, how do you collect those ideas? Is it just you guys together, just in in the bus, just coming up with something? Do you, does it evolve typically? Like um, not this record, I'm guessing the last records, does it evolve typically when you're together and you just, hey, I like this or, you know, hey, check out this and, and it evolves like that?
2: kind of like that i guess sometimes <laughs> yeah okay, yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's different between every song basically
0: yeah
1: but usually i'd say it's uh, somebody has a, a, an idea or an a, a riff that they bring to the rehearsal place where we kind of puzzle the riffs together into songs sometimes those riffs are like in the in the dressing rooms before a show i remember that happening in the last time um, and then you kind of uh, Maybe somebody is, hey, that's a good riff. What is that? Uh, nothing. And then you record it on your phone or yeah, so both ways, I
0: guess. Phones, man, are a blessing for that, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, for you guys, for yeah. for musicians, you know, just to have you literally walking around everywhere with your tape recorder. Yeah. yeah. So even a drummer throwing a guitar riff down, you know, like on it Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> ¡Gracias! No, no, no. What about going? So, when you went into the studio, did you have eight completed songs? Was there any, um, you know, any room for for improvisation in the studio with this record?
2: I think everything was basically,
3: basically done.
2: Yeah, basically done this time.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I we can't had, think
2: of any part that we, uh, we that we didn't feel was finished. You know.
1: Okay. No, we had. Um, like you say, everything. But I think we also said, like, but if there is, if you uh, get an idea or something, we will not discard it. Or it's always up for like you know effects or like musical effects. Like if you want, maybe you get an idea for a synthesizer over this riff. Or, yeah. Yep. But the foundations were uh, written we're basically
0: there. Cool. How long were you in the studio in total? Four weeks. Four weeks. Okay. Was that long enough for you? Um,
2: it's never long enough. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> no. You always want more time. So we, uh, when we were recording Conundrum, yep. we had two weeks, and we felt quite early during that process that we would have need more time. So uh, when we started finishing, uh, when we were like planning this session we asked to get four weeks instead and we did but i mean we would probably have needed eight weeks yeah
0: yeah. two weeks is ridiculously short yeah Yeah. that's 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 real short yeah Yeah. um how did it work live uh, like studio wise you guys kind of seem like a band that could pull it off live did you did you tend to uh tend to record live
2: yeah more this time at least yeah. we, we recorded a lot of it uh, uh, on tape right yeah yeah so we had to do more live like
0: uh, all, all in the room yeah you know? yeah except the vocals of course yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah so we just did some takes and chose the best one I guess okay literally takes
0: and, all the way through played all the way through uh,
2: sometimes but yeah. uh, we could like switch between the takes and stuff so yeah it's not entirely live
0: <laughs> no 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 but you did it on tape
2: we did it on yep. tape yeah for the first time
0: yeah yeah absolutely not many people do that you know obviously. I see why but yeah, yeah, yeah. it <laughs> took a lot of time expensive um, um, no I don't
1: think so necessarily because I think they uh, we recorded it on tape and then and then they transferred they transferred it? and then rewind yeah
0: okay uh, so kind of tapeish. <laughs> yeah There's a, you know, the videos year and a half in the life of Metallica. Have you ever seen those? Nope. No. They have part one in the studio, part two on the road. And their engineer, Randy Stubbs, his name is, um, I I just always remember watching that and watching him having to cut the tape, you know, Ah, like that, um, which is a lost art. People, you know, it's a a lost art now being able to cut the tape properly, you know, and make it work.
1: Yeah. I remember that from a Genesis documentary too. Like literally, with uh, with the race, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's crazy, scary, it's scary. Because if you fuck up, you yeah, know, you exactly. you basically, you know, you you screw up that take. You know, I so. wouldn't
2: have wanted that kind of responsibility.
0: No, no. But then, um, you know, they probably they, they were worth every penny that they got. Yeah. yeah. So, um, can you remember what song going into the studio you uh, recorded first?
2: It's, it was uh uh advent it, of I, dawn I,
0: I, 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 yeah yeah okay one. okay Ooh. we is just second song on the record yeah.
2: yeah yeah cool it's kind of short and like easy to play yeah. and we had i think we were, were more, uh, i'm speaking for myself now but i was most comf- comfortable with that song so it felt like a good start
0: gotcha what about beforehand? How long did you set up your drums? Helen, did did you take a couple of days to get your drum sound, or a day or two? I
2: think it took one day.
1: Okay, that's yeah. pretty
2: quick too, man. Yeah, you think? It's, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. We had, I think, we had one day for a sound check, all of us. Yeah. Uh, so drums and guitars. Well, of course, we could. Uh, Uh, set up the guitars while he was trying the drums too because uh, the guitar amps were in separate rooms luckily but yeah so one day for the sound check i guess probably we did some tweaks in between
0: but
2: i only switched one microphone so everything felt good from the
0: start all right okay that's great that's really cool and um pretty special studio you're Mm -hmm. in as well yeah did you Record conundrum in their studio as well. Yeah, yeah, we did. So, so okay, so it's not as daunting for you walking in. You know, second album into that no, studio. It felt like home. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a really nice studio. Yeah. 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 It yeah. is. Yeah. It's, it's a big room too. It's a really yeah. big room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, like the
1: first, uh, the f- for the for Conundrum, it was very daunting, like you said. But this time, it was like you get. We. I realized I got too used to it. Like, oh, I put my coffee <laughs> <laughs> cup on this Did million dollar gear <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, yeah. I shouldn't do that.
0: Yeah, I've done that a few times with the mobile phone. You know, you never put the mobile phone on the on the heads.
1: Oh, really?
2: You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: In, in the studio, you don't put your mobile phone in the head because you can kind of hear it through it, kind of oh, yeah. distorts it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind kind of kind of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, who's who's left their mobile and it's like <laughs> shit. So, the the novice, you know. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, great studio, obviously Abbey Studio. Mm-hmm. Um. When did you record the record? Wh- which during which was that for?
1: It was September. Right?
0: Was it September? September. Yeah, September? End so. of yeah. September, right?
1: Um, no, from uh, like it was whole, the whole September. I guess kind of like to second uh, of October or something like that.
2: Something like
0: that. Gotcha. Obviously, ABBA was gone by then. But they they were the uh, the band just before you. Mm, oh, was I there think someone so, else? Because
2: tour? they uh, no. No, I have no idea. I don't know why I answered that question. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I think they recorded some of it in 2021 in, in that room. So, okay. um, yeah. And you're obviously using yeah. the same engineer too.
2: Yeah, we did. Yeah, no, uh, yeah I mean, she, uh, Lin is working at the studio and she's the boss there. So Exactly. Yeah. And
0: she she was an engineer on the ABRA record yeah. and, and obviously, yeah.
2: But I, I remember now they released like the first single Maybe like the day.
0: Someday before we got there.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. Great. Use any other gear moving in there? Did they leave anything around?
2: Nicholas did. Okay. Yeah, some cool. Some Some synth stuff. Yeah, some old stuff from the early days of ABBA.
1: Okay. The Moog and the big one, what's it called?
2: Uh, Yamaha GX1. Oh,
1: yeah. And I used an amplifier that was in there, but I have no idea if I ever used it. But it was an old one.
0: I see. That's what I was kind of getting at. I was going to, because I did not know they used some synth, but I was going to say, was there any? I'm more interested. Was there any like guitar stuff floating around yeah. any amps or something?
1: No, actually, I don't know. But
0: okay. yeah. but but you used something that wasn't yours. Yeah, yeah.
1: What was it? It wasn't uh, oh, me and gear, but it was. Un, I think from 1960, Marshall. JPM something like that some classic uh-huh. because I had some um it's it stopped working for a while and I had to google and then I realized that hey this is a very nice piece of equipment I didn't know it just sounded very good to me so I I opted to use that one instead of my GCM 900
0: <laughs> right okay very cool that's really cool can you remember what you used it on what song all of them Oh, you literally used it for, it was your main amp? Yeah, it sounded way better than mine, so why not? (laughs) Okay, that's really cool. How many guitars did you use on the record?
1: Um, I used two. Uh, I have one uh, with the P90 mics that I use for like uh, um, non-overdrive, I guess clean parts. Um, So um, two guitars, I think Alex just used his one.
3: I clone the monster siren.
0: Go through a few songs. Um, Earl's theme, mm-hmm. first single from the record. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? The uh, how it came about. You know how the song, how the song evolved.
2: Yeah, it started with Nicholas, the keyboardist. He he sent us a new song, and it was basically like a funk song, really fast and groovy. And, and we felt like we yeah we really liked it, but we couldn't like use it in the way he did it. So we had to, like, do some work and, uh, like, rewrote some stuff and uh, gave it more of, like, a softer 70s rock feel, I guess. Yeah. And it, I think it was the last song that we finished before entering the studio.
3: Yeah.
1: One well, of the first really, that okay. were around when, when we started, but yeah. the last one to actually... Because we knew it was a, a good song, but like Casper said, it had, like... It didn't sound like us very much so yeah. um, but I, I remember one I think it was Nicholas himself said like hey maybe we, if we look at this like some kind of like a more marching theme because it was way faster the demo version that uh, Nicholas recorded so and then everything kind of clicked and I think we maybe uh, uh, moved it from E to A uh, tone wise and which yeah
2: yeah, I remember we were in the rehearsal studio and just trying it, and just for like, just after like a couple of seconds, we tried to like slow everything down and play it quite differently. And Tommy added new lyric, uh, new like vocal melodies, and it all felt good. Very cool. It felt like us for the first time, I guess.
0: Okay, well, that's cool, and and you said that was one of the. um the the first ones you brought in and the last one. Is there anything left over from this record that you had conundrums? Like is there any old riffs or their old songs that you just kind of – it didn't work for whatever reason there and you just –
1: <coughs> the yeah i think the main riff in advent of dawn is a leftover one or at least that riff i think was still around at, while writing conundrum
2: and also some parts of gallivines of space
1: yeah so there are
0: uh leftover is a hard word you know yeah. we shouldn't really yeah, call that yeah. because it's sometime it's not right you know exactly and yeah. you just kind of it's it's before it's time and then you you know you remember a riff, or, or you know, or a fill, or something. Okay, this would really work. Yeah. Well, you know.
1: And if a riff, uh, I mean, if it's still is there uh, in the back of your head on the next, then hey, it, it, I guess it was an okay riff at least. Yeah. It just didn't find its friends before now.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, so that's that's uh, your uh, that's that's knowledge beyond your age. That's something you you used to hear from, like the Tony Iommi's and the, you know, people like this. Even the James Hetfield's. You know, if you if it was really good, you'll remember the the next day. You know, yeah, yeah. If it was a shit riff, you you wouldn't remember it. So it's pretty cool. What is there anything left over that you've got for, you know, for the next record?
2: Yeah, there is some material actually yeah. that we're still working on. We like some riffs that didn't have the same feel to it as as the album isle of wisdom so we like decided to save it for later and uh, maybe we'll release it later
1: yeah, yeah and like since we also work with guitars and obviously drums too and keyboards uh, some of the idea ideas we have sometimes it's we have it takes a, a time to realize hey should this melody be on the guitar or on the keyboard or with a synthesizer and that is kind of the the ones that are left from isle of wisdom are they are great riffs i think one idea at least or two are the best we've ever done but we haven't like figured out where or how or in which um uh, surrounding or whatever so yeah
0: yeah and that's why you shouldn't call them leftover riffs you know? exactly, because yeah exactly it's, it's just a, a rip you know work in progress basically. Once with with another artist, and um, some people in Spotify kind of pulled this artist aside and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, your your music, it's got too long intros and too long with no songs. You should cut that out." This the other band was Opeth, oh. <laughs> and um, and Mika felt just there was a look of disgust, you know, from this this <laughs> I <can> person. <laughs> yeah, but how, how do you feel about that? I kind of feel like the the um, the state of the music and the listener is kind of Gearing back to to um, uh, younger kids, like it short, you know, short and sweet and straight to the point. But uh, people are starting to to appreciate music a little bit and respect it as a better word. Do you do you feel that?
2: I haven't really thought about it, but th- the one thing we have been talking about is that our music is basically album music. It it's it's at it's best when you're listening to it from beginning to end. I yep. guess so. Mm-hmm.
1: We're still doing it like that i guess and uh it w- I, I think it would be kind of com- coming from do, do, having that approach approach uh changing it now like but on the other hand maybe that's a challenge hey make a two-minute song <laughs> i don't know
0: yeah absolutely this is this is a, a typical Nicholas question. He's not here, unfortunately, but typically him would ask. But how would you feel, especially writing an album like that from start to finish and wanting it to people to listen to it? How do you feel about songs that you will never play live? You know, because there's there's so many so many songs, especially as you get deeper into your catalog. You know, this is your third record, your, your fourth record, your fifth record. There'll be so many songs that you you won't get to. To play live, you know, and and they're all your they're all your kids, they're your darlings, you know. So, uh, how does that feel?
2: I mean, sometimes it can be like nice not to play certain songs live, you know, <laughs> because they're hard or whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, out of this album, I'll love Wisdom*, what, what what tracks are are you looking forward to playing, and what tracks are a little bit daunting? Pressure's on, man.
1: Um, I'm really looking forward to play, uh, The Wind Carries the Word, uh, obviously yeah. a lot of guitar work, uh, interesting. Um, but on the other hand, like Earl's theme, I, I, uh, see as an, a more, uh, a, a harder, uh, song to play live. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of, uh, vocal melodies and a lot of it is... Uh, depending on the on the studio, like you need more intru- instruments really to yeah. pull it off.
0: Yeah,
2: I I agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for for both. Yeah, both. for
2: both. Uh, yeah, the wind carries the word. Uh, it's probably the one I look forward to the most in playing live. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: And you're going to play live in a couple of days. You're playing the um, the Circus, which is a pretty cool venue. Yeah. yeah. Which is a really great venue, actually. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, how, how many of this song are you going to play? Obviously, it's it's on, you know, it's a couple of days after the release of the record. How many songs are you going to play live off it?
2: Since this, since this new album is not a part of, like, the album trilogy that, that we are playing on that show, we decided to just play a few, so... I don't know the exact number, but maybe two something like that.
0: Okay. Yep. Yep. And and the festivals coming up. You'll you'll dig a little bit deeper into this record. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And festivals, what you're playing Copenhagen with? With uh, we were just talking about that, the Metallica's and the Judas Priest and the the Kisses, the Merciful Face. Um,
2: yeah. The festivals this year is they it, are crazy. It, yeah. Is like ridiculous. Every yeah. big metal and rock band there is
0: yeah <laughs> that ever <Amber> was <laughs>
2: <almost>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: some of those european ones are just ridiculous yeah, you know, yeah. the um uh, hell fest yeah, or um,
2: absolutely crazy
0: yeah um do you, are you a festival fan do you like playing festivals we're talking playing here not going do you like playing them or would you prefer you know headlining shows
2: <laughs> it's always more stressful playing at festivals because there's ah, a, okay. i mean there's a tight time s- schedule and yeah and uh have to think about other artists, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the environment, you know, everything—it's full of people, like everywhere, and you have to find the right spot and uh, stuff. It—it can be hard, but also, the—the the audiences are uh, bigger, yep. yeah, which is nice.
1: Yeah. So when you're up there, it's—it's uh, it's a different feeling, but a great one too. Like, oh, suddenly it's thousand. I'm used to three hundred.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I hear the opposite. Sometimes I hear people say that the festival they love because they literally just rock up, walk on stage and play. They don't have to, you know, basically build the whole production, so on and so forth. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's yeah, it's interesting.
2: I think it's hard just finding the right person to talk to at the festival. So <laughs>
0: well, that's that's a different thing. Yeah. yeah, that and festival food. You know, yeah. yeah, festival food can be a bit, although it's getting better. It is.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, my best festival food uh, was probably Sweden
0: Rock. Oh, Sweden Rock is great. Yeah. You know, the, the first time I went to Sweden Rock um, backstage and, and you could order food off a menu at a festival. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I was that just like, great. This, is, this is crazy. This is a yeah. dream world. But coming from Australia via England, then I realized this is the Sweden that they're talking <laughs> about, you know, where everything works so perfectly. So... Excellent, guys. Um, Thanks for your time. Uh, I Love Wisdom is out now. Congratulations. Thank you Thank you. Great record and look forward to seeing you guys live. Yeah. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, thank you.
3: Ya am just